Renegade Broadcasting. This is your host, Kyle Hunt, coming to you March 11th, 2021. Thank you so much for tuning in to RenegadeBroadcasting.com. This is my first broadcast for a little while here on the network, even though it isn't much of a network anymore. It's really just a place selves. So I am somewhat liberated now to not have uh, to really carry all that weight with the broadcasting and honestly i just don't see the need for it anymore two hours a night and potentially you know when we had charles it was four hours sometimes per day per weekday of content who has time to listen to all of that is it really all hard hitting or is it really just a waste of time a waste of your precious time and a waste of ours At this point, we really do all know the score, and a lot of this has become repetitive. Now, I know that new people come in all the time, uh, so it is good to be able to continuously have fresh content for them to really be able to affirm the worldview that they're starting to adopt. The problem really, I think, came about uh, with all these fractures and divisions because of the Trump campaign. Now, that's not to say that the people who uh, we had associated with before were genuine people who got caught up in the Trump campaign. Actually, I believe that they were always controlled opposition. But a lot of their followers and a lot of our followers got sucked up by all this because you saw so many people, the vast majority of people who identified themselves as white nationalists, as uh, supposed anti-Semites, you know, people who are critical of Jewish power. Well, they... Uh, made it seem like the vast majority of all of the right wing, the alt right, this you know, they they would lump us into this group that they were all on the Trump train. So we seemed like the the insane outliers. Why isn't Renegade Renegade towing the line? Why won't they pull in for the big win? And it really has been about six years now of people being led down the wrong path. Fortunately, finally, some people are starting to see that they were completely misled, that they were betrayed, and yet they're still following the same people 
who brought them to that point. The same people who were donning the red hats saying, Make America Great Again. The same people who were ignoring all of the evidence about Donald J. Trump being the biggest Zionist president in U.S. history. All of these talking heads on the right wing, on the alt-right, whatever they call themselves now, the dissident right. All of them are complicit in steering us in the wrong direction. They should have known better if they were legitimate, but I don't think that many of them were legitimate. I think that they were put in as agents in place to ensure that our movement got nowhere good. And I really do feel like we were making some significant headway, that things were really picking up steam back in 2014, let's say, with the White Man March. Things were really starting to happen. Now, while the movement to oppose white genocide did suffer many setbacks, the fact of the matter is that our enemies have become so anti-white with their rhetoric, they have become so over the top with their attacks against white people, that the average person out there now realizes that there is a war on white people. They realize that white people are being targeted. Now, some of them, of course, uh, agree and think that this is a good, good thing, something that we deserve. However, there are many, many more people now than there were back, let's say, in 2014, who realize the score. They might not know, might not know, that it's Jews who are calling all the shots, but most of them have got to know that Jews are playing a significant role, which is why they need all the gatekeeping shills to keep people in the kosher playpen. Over the years, it's been outlets like Breitbart or PragerU or Amren or any of these other uh, talking heads like Tucker Carlson or whoever who will say a few things that we like to hear and then mix it all up with some Zionist rhetoric. So no matter how much it seems like our enemies are winning and we are losing, just remember that what they're doing is really overreacting. They know the cat is out of the bag, the genie is out of the bottle, and they're trying desperately to put it back in to completely shut down our free speech because they're losing control of the narrative. I really think that if things continue as they're going right now, within just a few years, there will be basically a massive revolution of consciousness. Now, I know revolutions usually involve communists or color revolutions uh, where they are orchestrated by our enemies. And this could very well be the case with what's going on now with the non-linear warfare that is being played against us. But I don't think that they will be able to fully control the knowledge that has been spread far and wide by organizations like Renegade. And I really just want to remind people that back when we started in 2012, none of this was being talked about in the alternative media. It was just us and a few other people who dare talk about the Jewish issue, who dare talk about sticking up for white people. Most people just didn't see it back then. They're completely brainwashed regarding white interests, uh, even though they claim to be really awakened regarding the conspiracies of this world. So we have made a lot of progress, and I'm, I'm really glad that uh, we could have been a big part of that. Now, for the shows going forward here on Renegade, 
I don't know how frequently they will come out. I don't know exactly what the topics will be or what I want to cover. I don't want to just do current events because really you could just check out the Tribune for that. You could just pay attention to yourself. I, I don't really love c- commenting on current events, but I will find some ones that are relevant to issues uh, regarding race, regarding Jews, and just regarding interesting things that I find, uh, environmentalism, such things. I might also do some interviews when if, if such opportunities present themselves. I'm not going to be going to the people that are often interviewed in these alternative media circles because, well, most of them are completely suspect. So I'll try to find some interesting people to talk to as well. Of course, Sinead will be around. I will probably be talking to her in a little while. I'll bring her in for a segment. Also, just general philosophical musings, a little shooting from the hip might be taking place here on these broadcasts. So I have not retired completely from having my voice heard, but I must admit to you, this is never something that I really aspired to, to be a radio voice. I didn't really love it. I'm not (laughs) uh, comfortable as a radio personality. It's just not really suited to me, to be honest. Hey, it's better than doing videos. I don't like doing these long video casts and things like that. I'd prefer not. So at least radio is better than that. I, I honestly prefer doing a little bit of writing. I don't have as much time to write lengthy articles. Uh, but that's okay since a lot of people don't have the time to read lengthy articles. So for the time being, I'll just I'll do what I can when I feel inspired to do it. And hopefully you'll appreciate some of the content that comes out. Uh, from this network. I might be doing... I keep calling it a network. It's going to be a hard habit to break. I might keep doing some Thursday shows. This is a convenient day for me. And, you know, it's the day of Thor. This is the Blitz we're talking about here. So this will be part of our lightning war against the enemy to continuously uh, attack their their line and break through and uh, really conquer some territory here. That's what we're doing. That's what we're seeking to achieve. And this is being done so as to defend our people. These uh, lightning wars that we wage are being done to defend our people. You have to attack your enemy if you want your people to be safe. Because this enemy wants to see us absolutely decimated yet again. They're doing everything in their power to uh, further white genocide. And what that will lead to is essentially Hellstorm or Holodomor 2.0. That's what they want to see unfold. And that is what I am seeking to stop. And we're doing this with an information war. The, The lightning war that is being done here with Renegade is one that is taking place in the clouds, in the ether, right? Lightning in the clouds. We are, uh, really able to do so much with so little. And so I encourage you guys out there to really start thinking about what you can do with whatever resources you have available to wage an informational war against our enemies. It could take any number of uh, different manifestations, flyering, stickering, banners, uh, digital communications. Do whatever you can in your own way. And maybe it's just conversations. 
do what you can. I really do see that there is a big sea change taking place here. And the next uh, few years will be very interesting indeed. As if things uh, needed to get more interesting. That just seems to be where things are going. Now, regarding COVID, it does look like our rulers, our chosen overlords, do plan to ease up restrictions a little bit. We've been seeing that with uh, a few states recently. Uh, The big one would be Texas with Governor Abbott saying, oh, no more mask mandate or no more restrictions on these businesses. At the same time that he's doing this, he's also saying he's going to be pushing for some legislation to essentially denounce GAB as anti-Texas, anti-American, blah, 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 and uh, taking a big stand against anti-Semitism. So basically he's like Ron DeSantis of Florida, who was against the lockdown, but really for the lockdown of free speech for uh, the citizens of the state because Jews say so. So these are not real freedom fighters. They pretend to be against censorship, uh, but it's just censorship of so-called conservatives who are really just kosher conservatives. They don't want that. Censorship of, of regular Americans like me or like you who don't like their country being controlled by a hostile cabal of Jewish supremacists, he wants to ensure that we have have a complete lockdown on us. So don't be fooled by these GOP charlatans. There are just so many instances of our people being sucked in by these right-wing frauds, and it really screws us every single damn time. Neither of the parties are on our side. How many times does Renegade need to hammer this into people's heads before it starts to stick? We've told this to everybody, everybody in the alternative media, back when people still used to listen to us, and they just wouldn't, they wouldn't get it. They refused to get it. They wouldn't accept it. They needed a political savior to come along like Daddy Trump and set things right. They'd rather listen to Milo, the homosexual Jew, uh, promoted pederasty, than to us. They go to the Gays for Trump conference. Now, I wanted to mention Milo just because he's now an ex-gay. Yes, he's calling himself an ex-gay. I guess you can take it up the rear uh, or put your penis into somebody's uh, defecating hole and, and still be called an ex-gay because, well, he's essentially found salvation through Christianity. Is he a trad cat? I think he might be a trad cat. You know, like E. Keichel Jones and the rest. So, yeah, he's an ex-gay saved by the glory of God. And uh, that's, that's really heartwarming. That's a heartwarming story there. I wanted to get into some other stories that we've got going on. Uh, maybe the best one to go to right now would be... Uh, One that also has taken place here in Florida. We have the biggest Zionist uh, governor here in Florida with Ron DeSantis. He went over to Israel right as soon as he took office and he signed some anti-Semitism legislation uh, making it so that there could be no anti-Semitism in public schools or some other such nonsense. He uh, really loves the Jews. and, but here's the problem. Who was who was running against him? Andrew Gillum, who really loves the uh, male prostitutes uh, who do all sorts of hardcore drugs like meth and stuff. And 
Yeah, that that's the scandal that came out about Andrew Gillum. So, really stuck between a, a rock and a hard place with uh, the the different parties, huh? Anyway, uh, in this state, we've got a bunch of Jews. Now, their population numbers aren't massive compared to even, let's say, the Germans down here in Florida. So many blonde-haired people you will find in Florida. Of course, along with all the foreign-born people and all the blacks and the rest. Uh, but it, the the amount of power that Jews hold within this state, well, of course, it's just like a microcosm for the country and the world. But they are massively uh, important, especially down in Miami. And there is a player on the Miami Heat named Myers Leonard, who recently got in some hot water for saying kike on a gaming live stream. So he was uh, suspended indefinitely by the Israeli owner of the Miami Heat. Because, of course, an Israeli owns the Miami Heat. Of course. So let's take a little listen in here to what, uh, what Mr. Leonard was saying on this live stream. He's playing Call of Duty. As any grown man should, right? <sighs> Pathetic. All right, let's, let's try to get this to play. And the wheel is spinning. The wheel's spinning, and an error occurred. Yeah, for some reason, I can't watch embedded videos on Firefox anymore. Anyway, he calls the guy a cowardly uh, kike bitch. So I will try to get that to play. It's a very short clip, so you can just hear what the context of this story is. Not a very important story, but the reaction to this guy just saying a racial slur on a gaming live stream has been absurd. Absolutely absurd. Let's go, baby. Fucking cowards, don't fucking snipe me, you fucking kike. You fucking kike. Why did it stop? Bitch. Okay, I guess it was just buffering. Yeah, so there you heard, you heard him say it. He said, kike, bitch. Oh my gosh. This is a white guy. And that's obviously relevant. If he was a member of a different race and he said this, something that was racist or anti-Semitic, it would probably be forgiven if he did a little apology, which this guy has done. He said he didn't know what he, what the word meant. And I, I highly doubt that. But, uh, yeah, he was, he was immediately, uh, sanctioned essentially. The Israeli billionaire, Mickey Arison, who owns the Heat, said that Leonard will be away from the team indefinitely. We don't know when this guy's coming back. Just like how we don't know when uh, we'll be able to take the masks off. You'll be wearing masks indefinitely. Yeah, and Myers Leonard will be suspended indefinitely. He said, to hear it from a Miami Heat player is especially disappointing and hurtful to all those who work here, as well as the larger South Florida Miami Heat and NBA communities. Speaking of the NBA community... You've got uh, the NBA being controlled by the commissioner, Adam Silver, another Jewish supremacist, who's launching an investigation into Leonard's behavior. So you had all these different media outlets coming out and just kvetching about how terrible this white basketball player is. And, uh, you know, think about how many times this guy's heard racial slurs said to him being a white basketball player, or just heard the racial slurs that the blacks throw around with each other. And I don't know, maybe he thought it was all right to just throw some racial slurs around. But, but come on, you're dealing with Jews? 
and you're a white person, so that's a really big no-no. That makes you a Nazi. So yeah, this guy had been an investor in an esports team called FaZe Clan, so they uh, kicked him off of that. He was kicked off of Twitch, and you know he's he's apologized, but he's still not going to be playing video games uh, for money or playing basketball for money for the foreseeable future. This guy caused a scandal back in August when the team started playing again as well, because he was the only uh, player on the Miami Heat who did not take a knee to protest for Black Lives Matter. So he was uh, he's a racist and an anti-Semite. Oh, man. Cancel this man. So you know how they're trying to cancel everything and everyone who is white, uh, present, and past. They're tearing down the statues, tearing them down metaphorically, making them seem like evil, outdated bigots, a legacy of white supremacy, etc., etc. Well, the San Francisco uh, Board of Education kind of went too far with this whole tearing down white supremacy thing and they've put their plan to rename 44 San Francisco schools on hold until uh, students and parents can return to have a more lengthy discussion. So yeah, they had a bunch of different names that they need to remove from these schools because they just represent white supremacy. Some of the historical figures that were on the list include uh, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, John Muir, Robert Louis Stevenson, Paul Revere, and another one, of course, would be J- Diane Feinstein. I don't mind whatsoever about renaming that school. What's interesting here, though, are the reasons that were given for needing to rename these racist schools. Let's take a look at a quote from The Atlantic. The committee's research seems to have consisted mostly of cursory Google searches, and the sources cited were primarily Wikipedia entries or similar. Historians were not consulted, embarrassing errors of interpretation were made, as well as rudimentary factual errors. Robert Louis Stevenson, perhaps the most beloved literary figure in the city's history, was canceled because in a poem titled Foreign Children in his famous collection, A Child's Garden of Verses, he used the rhyming word Japanese for Japanese. Cancel this man! Cancel Stevenson! Because he said Japanese instead of Japanese. Oh my gosh. Paul Revere Elementary School ended up on the renaming list because during the discussion, a committee member misread a History.com article as claiming that Revere had taken part in an expedition that stole the lands of the Penobscot Indians. In fact, the article described Revere's role in the Penobscot Expedition, a disastrous American military campaign against the British during the Revolutionary War. Oh, that expedition was named after a bay in Maine. But no one bothered to check. The committee voted to rename the school, and by order of the San Francisco School Board, Paul Revere will now ride into oblivion. The committee also failed to consistently apply its one-strike-and-you're-out rule. When one member questioned whether Malcolm X Academy should be renamed in light of the fact that Malcolm X was once a pimp and therefore subjugated women, the committee decided that his later career redeemed his earlier missteps. Yet no one, no such exceptions were made for Lincoln, Jefferson, and others on the list. Of course not. I'm not saying these were good people. I'm just saying it doesn't matter to these people. They could have done all sorts of things to further the civil rights agenda. They could have said and done great things. You know, Jefferson was against slavery. Abraham Lincoln, of course. But because they didn't want blacks and whites to be integrated, 
the MLK way, they, they got to be canceled. You know, it's crazy. But this is it's the current year, guys. This is 2021, and this is what's happening. We're living in a, a, a time when it would be evil and racist to exclude the millions and millions of people coming in from south of the border illegally who commit all sorts of crimes in this country. It's just insane what we're allowing to take place, especially when there's a so-called pandemic. Oh, just let them flood in. Just let these people flood in from south of the border, bring whatever diseases they might have with them. Even if it wasn't a pandemic, that's dangerous enough. But what they, they, so they can't deal with that, right? The government just can't deal with that. That'd be wrong. What they can do is they can ship off a 95-year-old man from Tennessee to Germany, deport him to Germany because he was a camp god with the Nazis. Oh, he guarded the camp, made sure that the Jews were, were, uh, were protected. They were fed three square meals a day. He made sure... Maybe, maybe he was the one who was uh, cleaning the swimming pool at Auschwitz. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, no, he was not at Auschwitz. But uh, he was at the New Ngame concentration camp. And, uh, yeah, he had to get deported. Kind of like Ernst Zundel, who was also in Tennessee. And uh, Ernst died, and then his wife Ingrid died. And, uh, yeah, Trump actually murdered them. Because uh, it was under the Trump watch that this all happened. That uh, Ernst was not allowed back into the country because anti-Semites won't be allowed to come to the country, as Trump promised on his campaign trail. So they died of broken hearts, in my opinion, because they couldn't be together. And uh, it's really quite a travesty. But yeah, this 95-year-old man, Friedrich Karl Berger, was deported from the United States. When have they ever gone after uh, actual criminals now, today? Today, you know, raping, trafficking children and all that. When have they investigated that? Or, or even just the ones who come across the border and do it at the low level. Why, why can't they seem to get a handle on that? Why can't they go after uh, the co- uh, communist terrorists, the people who took part in the Bolshevik Red Revolution, the people who oversaw the reign of terror, the bloody uh, reign of terror of the communists? Where are the gulag guards? I'm sure a number of them made it to the United States. Is it because they're Jewish that they can't be uh, held to account, that they can't be deported and tried for their crimes? Is, is that what's going on? The victors really do write the history, and they're the ones enforcing the, uh, the laws today. It's just so sick to see this. The government is helpless to uh, stop all this trafficking uh, of children sexual enslavement and torture of them it's just it's too much to try to get a handle on all the illegal immigration that'd be racist that'd be evil oh but we can deport men in their 90s uh because they guarded a camp this guy was essentially just a prison guard he worked as a prison guard in a country that that that's what happened so he needs to be deported and run through the ringer oh man whole business of Nazi hunters that sprang up after the war with Simon Wiesenthal and all the rest. Just so sickening to see what they've done. And this is just one tiny example. Tiny example. Oh, but you know what we hear about all the time now? Oh, the domestic terrorism. You know, there's a story from SFGate. 
FBI director says domestic terrorism cases have soared to 2,000 in recent months. 2,000 domestic terrorism cases. Really? What'd they do? I haven't really seen any domestic terrorism from, uh, well, from white people. Really, anyone. What the hell's going on? Where are all these terrorist incidents? Oh, oh, it's because the FBI's stepping in and making sure that they don't come to fruition. That, that's, that's why. Thank you. Well, let's just give a little round of applause to the heroic and courageous FBI for making sure that we are all safe and properly guarded against these domestic extremists. You know, like the QAnon shaman who's definitely not working with them. With all the other people who are storming the Capitol, definitely not working on some kind of big psyop. No, no, no. Even though all of the leaders of these different right-wing organizations have basically been admitted that they've been working with the FBI, such as the Proud Boys, Milo Yiannopoulos as well. They, yeah, they work with the FBI. Just ridiculous. We have significantly grown the number of investigations and arrests, Ray told the Senate Judiciary Committee. His first testimony since the riot involving supporters of President Donald Trump. Another way that Trump was used uh, as part of the plan just to crack down on us all. Anyway, he says that uh, domestic terrorism has been metastasizing around the country for a long time now. And it's not going away anytime soon. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw... Another kind of Timothy McVeigh type uh, psyop, staged attack, false flag. I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. But instead of it being the Turner Diaries in there, in the car, right, uh, that McVeigh's driving around with, it would be Siege, probably. James Mason's Siege that would be in the car. I've already seen uh, these news stories about how, oh, the new right wing extremists are reading Siege. They're motivated by this. This book, Siege. You know, and think about all the Adam Waffen guys and whatever they became after that. It's just, it's all controlled to get people really turned off from actively standing up for their race. And also just to make us look like insane terrorists. It's just like the people out there who are always talk about how great Dylan Stormroof is, how great Anders Brevik is, and uh, Brendan Tarrant. And not calling out the these different uh, psyops for what they are. The people who refuse to look into psyops are so suspect, and that's why I originally broke with TRS. The right stuff was because uh, they were saying Dylan Stormroof couldn't possibly have been fake. What are you, a tinfoil hat guy? And then I just realized so much other stuff about these guys. This is before I, you know, we knew anything about Mike Pinovich's Jewish wife and. Uh, the pool parties featuring underage boys being groomed by people like Ghoul and all that. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, but we just we just we just caused division for no reason. Right, right. Anyway. Uh, you know who else is being cancelled now? Super straight people. Yep, Reddit has banned the super straight community for hateful satire. And TikTok has banned the viral super straight hashtag. So let's uh, let's just play the little video clip that uh, really spawned a lot of this. I think for back from March third, it's a guy talking about how it's bigoted for straight guys not to like trannies, you know, trans women, whatever they call themselves, and uh, and and how he's super straight. So straight guys are supposed to like 
trannies now, I guess. But he's just saying, listen, this is my sexual orientation. I'm super straight. So this was uh, picking up steam, and I guess it's uh, it's verboten to be super straight in our day and age. Oh, you cisgendered bigots. Right, let's take a little listen. Oh, come on. Okay. Here we go. It's a podcast, and yet I'm still having live radio issues. Isn't that something? Yo, guys, I made a new sexuality now, actually. It's called super straight, okay? Since straight people or straight men is myself, I get called transphobic because I wouldn't date a trans woman. You know, they're like, would you date a trans woman? I'm like, no, why? That's a female. Uh, no, like, that's not a real woman to me. Like, I want real women. No, you're just transphobic. So now I'm super straight. I only date the opposite gender, woman, that are born women. So you can't say I'm transphobic now because that's just my sexuality, you know? Yo guys, I made yeah, a new so sexuality. This, this really triggered triggered some people. Yep, they they just had killed the subreddit. It already had twenty seven thousand subscribers. Nope, no more for the super straight. You can be into children and be fine on places like Twitter, probably subreddit, uh, any subreddit as well. Uh, there's even the cannibalism subreddit that uh, the founder of uh, of Reddit was involved in talking about his cannibalistic fantasies, uh, but not liking trannies not being sexually attracted to trannies that is not allowed not allowed whatsoever yeah so the tiktok actually had uh, the super straight hashtag and there were 103 million views on it people are ready for this kind of message it's so simple it's so obvious you know so many people don't like the degeneracy of of the rainbow agenda being shoved down their throat every single day so they see something like this, and they think it's it's funny. And, uh, yep, absolutely banned. And TikTok uh, takes down any profile pictures that use the super straight flag. And this actually goes against their own guidelines, because they're suppressing and censoring an entire sexuality for simply talking about it. Pink News covered it. Transphobic trend super straight has links to the far right and neo-Nazis. So they're calling this swarthy guy he might be kind of asian or hispanic or something he has kind of asian eyes they're calling him i guess a neo-nazi or something it's just ridiculous it's it's clown world that's really what we're dealing with here uh and in this clown world you've got people trying to really take down any of the separation between girls and boys in california there's a bill that would fine retailers that separate girls and boys sections Yep. So, uh, in California, actually, most retail stores are only allowed to be at uh, 25% ca- capacity. What, do they have bouncers at the door? You know, letting people in once a few people come out? Is that is that how that's taking place? I don't know. But they've essentially got to uh, take away any kind of segregation between boys and girls in their stores, whether it's the physical brick-and-mortar shop or online. You can't have dresses listed as being for girls, little princess dresses. And you can't have uh, boys' clothing clothing being listed for boys. So you need to have unisex and uh, gender-neutral or just a kid's section, but not boys and not girls. And they say that it's an issue of children being able to express themselves without bias. So they get fined if they actually separate out boys and girls. 
you can't do business the way you want in free America. Are you so glad that we live in a free country, guys? What they're also doing now is uh, they've made <laughs> Mr. Potato Head gender neutral. You just got you got to get rid of the uh, the Mister because it's just Potato Head now. You can't have a Mister, and it encourages uh, kids to create same sex families using uh, the Potato Heads. You can make two women as parents. You can make two two uh, two guys with the little children. Yeah, biological reality just doesn't matter anymore. Culture has evolved," said Kimberly Boyd, a uh, senior vice president and GM at Hasbro. Hasbro, yeah, it's a Jewish company. Uh, if you listen to my show on on games and gaming and everything, yeah, you'd understand the the Hasbro from Hasbro. Kids want to be able to represent their own experiences. The brand, the way the brand currently exists with the Mister and Misses, is limiting when it comes to both gender identity and family structure. Oh my! Uh, Globo Homo has uh, taken a step forward with China making the COVID nineteen anal swabs mandatory for foreigners coming into the country. And I think this would include uh, different delegations from other countries as well. Would the American ambassador, when he goes to visit China, have to get the uh, anal swab? Maybe not. Maybe there's an exemption for him because maybe that person's chosen. I don't even know. But yeah, any foreigner wanting to go into China, you better bend over and take a swab up your anus. This is just so sick. I hate this sick clown world so much. It is Jewish tyranny to a T. To a Talmudic T. And a lot of this uh, tyranny that we're seeing now uh, has been in the works for a long time, but it's just being rolled out with the convenient excuse of COVID-19, oh, the pandemic. And what we're seeing now is the lowest flu season on record in both the UK and the United States. Basically, in the UK, it dropped to essentially zero. Nobody had the flu anymore. Oh, I wonder what happened. Oh, it's all the masks. Don't worry. It's all the masks. Your masking just stopped the flu and you were socially distanced. So no more flu. Isn't that great? Maybe we should keep this up forever. No, what actually happened was uh, they reclassified any kind of illness. Any kind. Seriously, guys. Look at the symptoms for COVID-19. They made them so broad that basically any illness would fit into them. So that's why you saw flu numbers drop to zero because everybody got COVID. It's just ridiculous. Now, I want to mention something here that was sent to me by uh, just an anonymous user of the Renegade Tribune, sent it through the contact form. Uh, Anti-vax black CEO of Merck fired for telling the truth about vax. Merck will now make J&J Vax. So they're making the Johnson & Johnson Vax less than a month after their CEO was forced to resign because he was honest about the vaccines. Ex-CEO Kenneth Frazier said, What worries me the most is that the public is so hungry, so desperate to go back to normalcy, that they are pushing us to move things faster and faster. Ultimately, if you are going to use a vaccine in billions of people, you better know what the vaccine does. Who is this this crackpot? Who is this tinfoil hat guy over here? You don't need to know what the vaccine does, man. Just trust the science. It's perfect. It's going to work beautifully. Don't worry. Just shut up, mask up, and vax up, okay? 
That's all you got to do. Just trust your government. Get the damn vaccine. That was the ex-CEO of Merck. And he was actually just one of a handful of black executives that's leading a major company. So they don't care really about that whole diversity thing when it it comes head-to-head with one of their big agendas, which is getting everybody vaccinated with an experimental mRNA vaccine, which isn't really even a vaccine, but some kind of gene therapy. And who knows exactly what's in these vaccines. They want to get us microchipped. We know that with the ID2020 thing that was part of the Gavi uh, initiative and uh, Bill Gates and all that. You know you know what I'm talking about. And we know about the, uh, the Great Reset with Klaus Schwab and the whole idea that we need to become cybernetic organisms, that we need to basically evolve into technologically enhanced humans. We need to have the Internet of Bodies. So it's not that great of a conspiracy theory to think that they'd throw something else into these vaccines. I don't think it would actually be a microchip per se that would be in these vaccines. I think that's actually a dated technology at this point. It might have something uh, more like uh, nanodust, nanobots, or maybe uh, some kind of biosensors. You know, really, just it, these could be somewhat interchangeable terms here. Someone actually sent me some articles out of this IEEE Explore site here. It has a bunch of documents from journals and magazines. And uh, some of them really had some interesting uh, reports on biodust, body dust, and other such things. Uh, So I'll just read the abstract from one of these here, just to give you an idea of where we could be headed with this whole Internet of Bodies, and it's very alarming, and you've probably seen a lot of references to this kind of technology in a bunch of different movies, like Gamer is a good example of this, a B-movie that you might just want to see the synopsis of, because it's all about this body dust. Uh, Body dust, well beyond wearable and implantable sensors. Over the last 20 years, the field of smart dust has been proposed and demonstrated. Almost in the same period, implantable and wearable sensors for human monitoring have actually been successfully introduced in the market. The present research about smart dust is actually in the field of dust for brain applications, neural dust, or for metabolism monitoring, body dust. Aim of this feature article is to review all of the developments presented so far in literature and then define the next steps and challenges. First, we see the field of smart dust and then its application to human sensing. The paper starts from details about the early phases of the research in the area and first developments. Then it reviews the recent advancements in the field for then closing with a definition of the still open challenges for realizing motes that could spread in human body as thousands of individual sensors in a kind of sensing active network capable to provide telemetry from inside the body. The body dust concept discussed in this paper is well beyond the present concepts of wearable or implantable devices. These last are actually entering into the market to provide personalized and more precise medicine to human health, while the body dust concept definitely represents the future of humans' monitoring, still opens to scientific explorations. I don't know if that was originally written in English, doesn't exactly sound like it, but that is a little... uh, little disturbing, especially the last part there. The body dust concept definitely represents the future of humans monitoring. 
Okay. <laughs> Monitoring humans with body dust. Great. And some of the other articles that this person had sent uh, actually are not showing up for me. The links are not working. So maybe they've taken some of those down. I don't know. Anyway, guys, uh, I'm going to go get uh, Sinead and we'll do a little segment here and close out the show. All right. Welcome, Sinead, to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. So what have you been paying attention to? What's been... It's been on your radar. Uh, not really anything except music production. <laughs> Pretty much just been immersing myself in that today. But um, I don't know. What did you talk about? Oh, all sorts of different things. Yeah, I can't keep up with all the bullshit going on. I've just kind of like retreated into music making land to shelter myself from all the bullshit. Um, I don't know. Uh, did you talk about the... The little girls from the cheerleading competition being bullhorned by no. that black woman. No, I didn't mention that. That was horrible. That was just horrible. I guess there was some cheerleading convention going on. Louisville. I don't remember where it was. Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. And these little girls, white girls, were crossing the street with their little cheerleading bows and everything. They're ready to go compete. And this, these BLM protesters are there, and this black woman's just yelling at them, Do something! black with your white privilege today the only reason you can go to a cheerleading competition is because you have white privilege it was just oh it's just absolutely disgusting and it's abusive and uh it was horrible to see i can't imagine that's what our children are facing i mean they're facing much worse but this is just considered normal uh for children to experience now being berated by a black woman about how they have white privilege and they need to go do something black today that's not racism though <clears throat> no but no, you know, no. just of course we say this every single time. But just imagine if there were white guys out there bullhorning little black, little girls. black girls as they were going in. The only reason you can go to school <laughs> is because of the white man. It's because we let you monkeys in. Yeah, you know, if they... <laughs> that would be a hate crime. It would be all over the news. So that was just that was disgusting. It's mm-hmm. horrible. Well, what about that that trans activist uh, who I wrote a little article about? Who oh, kinky kids, that you know, one was demanding that uh, tra- male trannies be allowed into uh, bathrooms with little girls because these little girls—they're not pure. You seem to think that these victims are actually pure, uh, and actually, little children are kinky. So, Ugh, God, th- that thing should be shot. And it's celebrated. It's celebrated by so many of these progressive activists. It's disgusting. And the only people who, on the kind of left or the liberal side, who are even standing up to this are the so-called TERFs. The, the trans-exclusionary trans, yeah, radical, radical feminists. feminists. Like the J.K. Rowling types. Yeah. So I thought this actually, uh, this was coming from a feminist account who was featuring this photo that we, we saw. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a feminist Supporting it. Supporting it. And I was like, well, of course, you know, yeah. that's what feminism means today is, you know, you got to support the man dressing up as a mm-hmm. woman, not the little girls who are being abused by that man. Right. And actually, people like this, um, I think it was Genevieve Gluck or something who was behind that account, Women Reading Women, um, they're, they're the exception. They're not really welcome within the larger feminist no. movement, not this socially acceptable one. 
Uh, now, of course, these these turfs aren't standing up for white women who are getting raped no, by refugees not. or by black uh, men in the United States. It's an absolute epidemic here. They're not speaking out about the uh, the Abrahamic mindset. They're not talking about Judaism and, and Islam are oppressive against women. No, no, it's just the oppressive white man, pretty much, who's the one that shoulders the burden here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it's interesting to see how these men who are dressing up as women are trying to completely take over and change uh, a movement that's supposed to be about women. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're, they're getting rid of women's sports, too, with all these freaks competing against women and girls. It's disgusting. That's been a big part of the, the Biden agenda. Yep. The progress- progressivism, it, it needs to be just all-inclusive mm-hmm. uh, of every sort of degeneracy. Well, then I'm going to go compete in the Special Olympics and beat everybody. Yeah. Because that's fair. I'm actually... I'm uh, trans retard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's seriously what they're... I mean, if yep. that if that's shunned upon, then why is the reverse okay? Mm-hmm. It just... Ugh, it's insane. I'm happy to see a lot of young female athletes speaking out against it. Yeah. You know, they're they're like, okay, this is, this is insane. This isn't fair. Mm-hmm. How about the uh, the new thing about labeling all of the different things in grocery stores or even just on Yelp or whatever? If it's black owned or yeah. minority owned yeah. or, or, you know, it's very specific sometimes yeah. too. Like Asian Indian owned. Yeah. And uh, never white owned. Well, they're not also, they're not marking the Jew owned ones either. Well, that would be like every corporation. Well, pretty much. <laughs> so you got to, basically, there are. If if you see one that isn't labeled to be a, maybe a white person owns that yeah, one, or maybe, maybe they just haven't identified the owners, right? Um, but yeah, you can you can now choose who you support racially. It's crazy. In order to stop racism, you've got to just have the ultimate kind of racism here. Yeah, where you're just you're only buying from the races that you want to support. <laughs> well, I was happy to see um, in Florida. I guess they shot down that whole LGBTQ curriculum, right? Yeah, that was. Um, that was just uh, somewhat locally yeah. where the, the county school board or something had, uh, there was a motion to... Uh, have like have LGBT a, have a week. health week, yeah. teaching them about health. Really, that just translates to teaching them sexual degeneracy, teaching them about dildos and fisting and, and sodomy. So here's the thing is that they're always talking about, oh... Uh, we need to really embrace this group. We need to have these weeks of you know for their their health mm-hmm. uh, because they're so at risk. They're so at risk for suicide and all this stuff. Why? You're the ones who are encouraging right, it. They're right. encouraging them into a lifestyle that leads to this. Yep. Oh, and and the um, so I guess the parents voted against it, right? I, I think it was the school board oh, okay. itself. Good. Uh, Florida's a little bit different. It's it's a wild wild world down <laughs> it's here. Florida man country. And it's um. You know, you're going to see some good things, you're going to see some bad things, you're going to see some crazy things. And it's good when, when you see a few good things. <laughs> Still, that was a profound statement. Yep. It's oh, good when you see a few good things. Even just a local gas station where the people inside aren't wearing masks. Yeah, like or, the, or the grocery store mm-hmm. that doesn't force people yeah. to wear masks, and it's just, it's so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
how about that young white woman who was fired for looking at a black customer? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. What was even crazier were the comments coming in that were like, I bet she's a BLM supporter. I bet she's a mud shark. Yeah, like, before this, she supported you don't even BLM. Know. You know, who cares if she did support BLM? She sure as hell doesn't now. No, she, Why should we, like, hold that against but people? But she obviously didn't. This guy came yeah. in saying he was basically 100% certain yeah. that she had been supporting Her, BLM. Her, yeah, her TikTok Twitter, handle. Or, yeah, her TikTok handle was Blonde Goddess. You really think she would be, like, saying things such as that if she were a BLM supporter? I mean, and again, I don't care if someone was at one point and realized, oh, my God, this is not what I thought it was. Should we, like, not let anybody uh, come on our side if they <laughs> formerly believed lies like we all did? It's and, just ridiculous. And what does it do? It deflects the blame. Right, from onto the, her. From the society that is so anti-white that if a white person even just looks at a black person, they get fired. And then it... Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. It, it deflects blame from from that whole system and the employer onto her. Yeah. It's instant karma because she had supported uh, all these leftist things mm-hmm. in the first place, so she just got what she deserved. Oh, and also, she shouldn't be working. Yeah, I was going to say that. She should be pregnant. She shouldn't even have a job, okay? If she was just barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen, then none of this would have happened. Or or if they admit that, like, yeah, I guess she has to pay her bills, um, they'll say that, you know, she should have not been working in retail. You know, she should have had a different job. Like, oh, yeah, we have so many options these days of jobs. It's like, why don't you just be happy? Do you she, want her to do OnlyFans? Yeah, why don't, you, why don't you be happy she wasn't on OnlyFans? Yeah, be fans? happy she just had a regular job and she wasn't whoring herself out for money because that's quite rare these days to find people that actually can find real work other than sex work. She's not on government assistance. Right. She's out there so, trying to work. What kind of, She looks like she's probably in her young 20s, maybe yeah. even not even in her 20s yet. What kind of job? I mean,. And honestly, you know what? It was, I was thinking about this today as a 16 year old working at Best Buy. That was probably like the worst possible thing that could happen because that's when the predators prey on teenagers in the workplace. Because I was around all adults and it, it never occurred to me that this was weird, you know, that like, oh, I'd go out on my lunch break with adults. I was 17 maybe, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's when all those like predators would prey on the the young teens that work at these stores. That was just a little tangent, but that's that's uh, terrifying thinking of like, oh, your child's getting their first job, yay! And then there's all these adults at the work preying on mm-hmm. them. It's creepy. But yeah, I mean, we need to pay our bills. What do you want this girl to do? No, her her dad should have been uh, yeah. funding her the whole time until yeah. until he keeping her until he found the right man for her. <laughs> that's when he could sell her off. Saying. Yes. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Well, you know who caused all of this? Uh, women. Women. Women in the workplace. <laughs> women, yeah. Women trying to pay their own rent. It's just horrible. They should they should be forced to leave, live with creepy guys <laughs> that will pay their rent but control every aspect of their lives and torture them and abuse them. That's a way better solution. It leads to a really healthy society. I've seen some of that with the bear cult. With the sing along oh bear God. and her husband. Sing along bear and that Nathan Slattery or whatever. Is that Slattery, Slattery bear? Something Slatter, Slattery bear. Slaughter bear. Oh my God. He He's like, I allow my wife to come on the internet and sing for you guys. You should be thanking me. You should be thanking for me. For providing her with this life where she can come on once in a while when I let her. <laughs> when I let her use the internet. Me. I honestly really worry about that that young lady if she's still with him. Like, I honestly feel he could murder her. 
Oh, and this is psycho. not any kind of dramatic thing. Like, he could straight up kill her and hide her body somewhere. Owen Benjamin's bear cult, it is insane. Oh, man, it's nuts. And it's, it's one of those cr- weird Christian cults, too. Or not even. Like, that cat I am goddess lady that drove down to live in Bertaria and is now, like, living in her car or mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. she's She's not Christian. She's, like, some... New Age spiritual well, kind of person. I know, but Owen's always promoting yes. the Bible. Yes, of course. <laughs> Even though I don't but think he's ever read a, it. No, <laughs> he probably isn't. He's just trying to, you know, get money from duped Christians that think that, like, he's some kind of prophet. Some amazing, amazing person. Yeah, but that's that's crazy that this lady... I mean, yes, obviously, she's a grown woman. She should be responsible for her own actions, and she's kind of, you know, she's an idiot for believing Owen actually was, like, some great guy. But, on the other hand, he's a freaking cult leader. He's making people believe that they have this Bertaria campground they can go to, like, at any time, because I'm sure they all paid money into yeah. it. We, we've never so, had, I mean, We've never been in the position where people are coming and uh, think, <laughs> thinking that, that they can stay with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Because we're not trying to start a cult No we're not trying to start a cult We certainly don't want people coming to our house <laughs> It's like nobody So yeah that's not hard for us to avoid But that's That's what happens when you Tell people lies and you sell them A, a story that's not true I mean he made it seem like anybody Could just come it's this great plot of land Just you know pitch a tent and I've been thinking about starting Gator World Gator World? Yeah, I mean, people could send me money, and we'll I'll, start t- I'll tell them... Keeping gators? Uh, no, 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 I'll tell them where the, they they can pitch a tent uh, for free, um, right on some prime uh, water, waterways. <laughs> I got some rivers around here that I, I've scouted out. We have a drainage ditch? No, not not behind our place. <laughs> well, we gotta put them far away. We don't want them coming here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Gator World, yeah, gator send world. me your money, and uh, you could go pitch a tent, um... Mm-hmm. Water access, it's right there. You could go swimming. Really um, great swimming. You'll be able to uh, experience the wildlife. <laughs> Immersive experience. Yeah. It's going to be great. Exciting. Gator life. You're going to get a lot of uh, adrenaline going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's just that guy's absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Well, we're just surrounded by uh, a plethora of insane figures who have just... On purpose, of course. Gotten so much attention. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's a, you can't even keep up with it. All no. the different people. and no. all, all the the different people who appear on just one show. Like Have you the, even the heard? The Killstream. Yeah. The Meth oh, Squad. God. All these the random Squad. What about um, Mersh? A Revenge of the Sis? That guy's like a fat Jew. No, I... He's also, I think he's also one of these like financial advisor bros who's like, I'm making $5,000 a day sitting on my fat ass yeah, you could playing be a video games. Too. Yeah, you could be a day trader like me. So, uh. <laughs> Game Stonk. <laughs> Game Stonk. <laughs> yeah, so I guess he's like now one of the most popular. Right wing podcasts. Ooh, it's so cool. He's on YouTube, of course. It's it's just such a scattered F show at this point. Mm-hmm. It certainly is. You you go on BitChute or something, oh, you just see the worst of the worst. It's just hell. Such it's a shilling. digital ghetto. A digital and, Jewish ghetto. And the crazy thing is that whole Q thing, it still hasn't even died. It's just changed a bit. What are they saying now? I wonder. Because I remember um, people thought that, like, in the early spring, they would know for sure if they still believe in this or not. 
So are, are we early They're spring? Keep trailing along. I know, forever. but I just I want to know if people are finally like, okay, finally, yes, it was fake. Or are they just gonna? What are I, they saying I now? Know. I don't know. I gotta pay- check in on the majestic I'm not, twelve. I'm not paying attention. No. but they. <clears throat> I do see the videos out there. Just They're still about- trusting the plan. Pretty much, wow. or, or they they believe that there are patriots who are really doing the right thing within the government, and they, you know they're working oh, this, yeah. to to really take down the cabal, the fall of the cabal, fall of the cabal. There's a sequel to that, I think I saw the sequel oh. to the fall of the cabal. Wow, I'm sure it's really good. I'm sure it talks about the Jews too. Hell, I'd love for the cabal to fall, but uh, you're not going to do it with the MAGA men out there no. marching around. No, <laughs> definitely not. It's a crazy situation now, though, with. Uh, all these different uh, people being considered, you know, domestic terrorists for being tr- Trump supporters, yeah. and then Biden not really having a whole lot of visible support yeah. out there. I, I don't see it. No, the Capitol is still locked down with the military there. I think indefinitely at this point. Wow, and Biden hasn't given any press conferences no. that I'm aware of. I think he's given a few statements, you know, made mm-hmm. a few speeches, but he's not actually done a press conference once. And it's just it's just a weird situation yeah. right now. Apparently uh, Kamala is the one taking all these ca- calls from foreign leaders. Hmm. They're trying to create some kind of narrative here. Yeah. That's for sure. He took a picture with uh, these two newly appointed female generals and uh, okay. also Kamala Harris. And he's like, see kids, this is what... This is what the generals and the vice president of the United States look like. I guess they had waited. They waited with the female generals till after Trump was out of office uh, to to nominate them for oh. their for their promotion because Trump would have denied it or something. <laughs> so they're really pushing hard to make it seem like everything that's taking place now is being done for the benefit of people like women. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like this is you know a, a fem- oh, This is what a feminist looks like in uh, <laughs> in Joe Biden. The guy who gropes women, children, little whoever, girls, whoever he can yeah. get his hand on, yeah. hands on, really. Yep. But especially little, little girls, yeah. He's a feminist. Oh, he's such a feminist, yeah. <laughs> what a great guy. It's, so great. It's just, it's insane. And then, on, of course, on the other side, you've got all the, the dude bros who are standing hard against this by... Showing off how, how hard they are. I wanted to get into uh, Physique Friday. Oh my god, Physique Friday was so gay. I wonder if they're, they're going to be doing it tomorrow. I, I th- we it's, should, we it's... should peep the hashtag. We're going to see some great pube shots from the boys, the bathhouse, bathhouse boys. It was only a couple weeks ago when I really saw the phenomenon of Physique Friday. It just somehow made it into my timeline on Gab. And so I started looking and I was just overwhelmed. And I thought... <laughs> Damn, this looks so gay. This is so gay. So you see all the the big guys like Blair Cottrell and the Golden One and all, all like of, all of their followers, out. yeah, and all their followers just showing off their gains and flexing for their selfies and flexing and, like f- making like sexual poses. Like they they had their pants pulled down really low where you could see like their pubes. That, yeah, that it was, was just one in particular. so gay. Like so gay. I'm all for you know being proud of your body and the muscles you've worked for and your shape and promoting everything. fitness. Promoting a, fitness, especially to a movement that's been historically overweight. Yes, Matt I'm Heimbach all ass. for yeah. Like I'm all for <laughs> that, but this just seemed super homo. There were like no women sharing their None. physique, like not one except for you. Yeah, I did it just to trigger them. <laughs> just posted a picture. 
And they were like, why do you always try to invade what men are doing? You're invading our space. And yeah. I was like, uh, you guys are just gay. So I did this to trigger you because I knew you would get pissed. So they were showing off their bodies specifically <laughs> to each other. for other men. Not for women. Like, just... And this is, this is the whole BAP model. Yep. The Bronze Age pervert The golden thing. one. <laughs> the golden one still takes pictures with those Bjorn Borg underwear, you know, that he danced for um, oh, really? in the Pride Parade. Yeah. yeah. He's still repping the gay company. That's, that's loyalty right there, you know? Even when he pretends to be a, a patriarch, he's still Do repping... Do not hide it. Do not hide it. Do not hide it. <laughs> it's like his pecs bouncing up and down. <laughs> How not to hide your homosexuality. Do not hide it. And then I'm going to go home and violate my man. <laughs> that cringe comp is still the best. We need to watch it and just laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just remember making that thing. and Oh, that was fun making that cringe comp. We just had quote after quote by people like Millennial Woes <laughs> talking about how he likes pretty boys. I love pretty boys. And, and people are still thinking, hey, but he does great work. That's like this Apollonian germ guy that everybody always shares his work, you know, like, oh, check out Apollonian germ. He totally exposed Dickie Spencer. And then this guy is cozying up to J.F. Garapi and Millennial Woes, the pederast. It's like, he's no better than any of these shills, you know? Just because he exposed Richard Spencer when everyone had already exposed him. Hey, thanks. Doesn't make him like some great truth seeker guy. Six years or so after Sinead. <laughs> yeah. I exposed him to his face. I was like, why are you having sodomites lecture men about masculinity, Richard? Can you please uh, inform us about why yeah. you're doing that? The best was when you were explaining. <laughs> you, they put their penises in other men's anuses. And, and he was like, oh, God. Oh, that's just, oh my sensibility. Oh, oh I don't so need, graphic. I don't need the visual, Sinead. <laughs> like, acting like he's all offended. Yeah, oh. We know that's what you do, Dickie. <laughs> okay, we know you're a homo, so can you just please um, explain why you're trying to make these freaking dudes gay? I just, I love what happened to him, getting his witch girlfriend, uh, who's a super... Satanist? Yeah, she's a Satanist. LGBT. LB, LGBTQ Satanist, and then he started supporting Biden. Yep. Because he's an accelerationist, and then he got his Freddie Mercury pedo mustache, and the rest <laughs> is history. I'm just thinking back to the times when Red Ice shifted from talking to people like us to then promoting the MPI conference and Donald Trump. Yeah, I remember that shift happening because I remember um, they had taken out Renegade off of their recommended sites. mm -hmm. And um, and then then one day he introduced the podcast with, this is an alt-right podcast. And we were like, what the fuck is alt-right? And we just thought it was funny. We were like, I don't know. I guess he's trying to like be part of this cool, you know, click with the with the fashy boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that's when it started. To, uh, so I asked Lana. I was like, Hey, I noticed that you know you stopped linking to our site, but you started adding people like Millennial Woes and like all of these, you know, TRS. So like, what's up with that? And she was like, Oh, I have no idea. Let me talk to Henrik about that. That's so weird. Maybe it got erased or something. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was weird. You know, like, are we having a falling out here? Did we do something? You know, cause I, I like to address things. I'm not going to be passive aggressive about shit. I'll be like, do you have a problem with me? If you do, that's fine. Just say it. But like, you know, what's up with that? Why are you guys taking a different direction now? You don't care about white genocide. You want to just do the GOP thing. Okay. 
All right. It was on the Millennial Woes, uh, Millennial live stream, 2015. Which still happens, like, annually, 20, by the way. It was 2015. Oh, when we crashed yeah, it? Yeah, when we crashed it. First you went in. Then I went in, and I was like, you guys are talking about taking away driving rights from women? <laughs> yeah, having women you, chauffeurs. You can't... You're saying that we can't possibly get rid of all the people who have invaded uh, countries yeah. like Britain because there were a, b- a bunch of Brits on there or something. But you're fantasizing about taking away driving rights from women as if you're Saudis. Like, is this really yeah. a productive conversation, guys? And then I, I started talking to Seventh Son, who was on there. With his sunglasses yeah. on. Yeah, I was talking to him about, when did you guys start adopting this all right? Where did that come from? Because it seems like a lot of the people who... Uh, we're starting it. We're actually coming from uh, NRX, Neo Reactionary. Which is a Act. Jewish uh, monarchist movement. And the, and the Dark Enlightenment. Yeah. And he didn't deny it. He's like, no. oh, I don't He got all I don't nervous. He's uh, uh, like, well, I, don't, I don't know. We just kind of started saying it, you know? And he got all fidgety. You, nobody, besides us, in, in my opinion, has really connected those dots. No. To the people uh, like Menchus Moldbug and the NRX. The path to Israel, or what, what is his quote? The path to the new Israel will be... Oh, I forget. Yeah, that I quote, don't know. But... It was just so Jewy. Yeah. It was just basically saying neo-reaction equals Jew- Jewish monarchy. And who, who used to always uh, uh, promote them, too? It was um, Ramsey Paul. Oh, yep. Ramsey Paul used to have NRX and all that in, mm-hmm. his, in his Twitter bio, and... Really, guys, this that was the origin of it. Yeah, there were a few different sources that that uh, alt right pull, uh, pulled from, but if you if you're not paying attention to NRX and the freaks that were part oh of that, yeah, we've got some good out. articles on the Tribune about the the shady characters that make up the Dark Enlightenment movement. Some real some real winners. Yeah, some real some real great people. But yeah, at that time when Fed Ice was starting to go the alt right way, that's when they started to really go into overdrive with the Manosphere guests. Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, Rich. yeah, in the beginning, I had I had never heard of people being against feminism because it just was like, oh, feminism is a great thing, right? Like, don't you want freedom and everything? But then when I started to hear criticisms about it, it made a lot of sense to me because I was like, oh, that that does make sense. You know, why would you want women leaving their children in a daycare right. when they can just stay home and take care of them? Yeah, they should be able to work if they want to, but you know. Like, if I was a mom, I would want to take care of my child. I don't want to leave them with a stranger. And think about it. You have to pay for the daycare. So right. It doesn't make any work, sense. Yeah. You pay for somebody else to take, to take care, care of your child. child. And I mean, I look, I understand people have circumstances where they have to do that. Whatever. But that all made a lot of sense to me. And so I was like, yeah, you know what? I need to think twice about this whole outlook because um, it's not quite what it seems. And we're being taught that uh, financial slavery is freedom. And it's not. So, um so at first, I, I thought a lot of those Manosphere talking points were valid, and I agreed with a lot oh. of them, and I still do. Yeah, there, there is vali- validity Validity, there. just like there's validity to some of the feminist uh, criticisms of, you know, how women are viewed and treated and all of this. There's mm-hmm. validity on both sides. So um, I didn't see it as a threat at first, but then it started to become very, very anti-woman, like oh, 100%... Yeah. Women are fucking inherently flawed. They're stupid. They should have their rights taken away. And that's when I was like, yeah. whoa, let's pump the brakes on this it right here. starts off with family courts are unfair because X, Y, and you're like, and yeah, I agree okay. with that. It's not right. Women shouldn't just have the custody because they're women. Not all women are good mothers. Yeah. I get it. 100%. And then it's like, <laughs> what should we rape gangs? Your little yeah. teenage girl needs to be andrangling. You're not allowed to have an opinion. And fuck you. I hope you get raped to death. It was yeah. like, wait, what? I thought we were all um, on the same team. Like, aren't, oh, oh okay. So now you want to turn and turn against me. It, Who's ha- I have nothing to do with the bad things that have happened in your life, but apparently I am now targeted 
because I'm a woman who has an opinion. We called it all out. And then what happens with Charlottesville? What like Sharia, no. All the guys wearing that American, American Vanguard yep. shirt that uh, that the supposed driver was a, a part of. Uh-huh. Right? That was such a side. What Sharia now? And then the guy does a vehicular homicide like a Muslim terrorist. Oh, remember the drone that like crashed the oh, helicopter? The, the, that was yeah, so fake. The police helicopter that went down yeah. the whole thing was BS. It was such BS. But no, you can't call it out for being BS. You've only got to take one, one side or the other. Pro Moldy Locks or yeah. pro Fashy Right Wing. Yeah, <laughs> the the punch heard around the world when they oh I remember them all celebrating that locks. like yeah you punched that fucking antifa bitch like really really guys this was so dumb did that change anything no it it didn't change and do you anything. remember when it was it was out in Sacramento it was Heimbach's oh, organization yeah Trad Workers Party and yeah, they got ambushed he, he wasn't there yeah he conveniently couldn't there. make it he was live streaming with Red Ice mm-hmm. and the the Antifa guys were using the Red Ice stream to identify who was part of yep. the the white it's because Red Ice and, is Antifa yeah oh and then with Charlottesville remember when Red Ice uh but yeah, anyway, oh they conveniently but, got all their stuff yeah. hacked and but couldn't with, make a statement with Sacramento that was really the beginning of these big violent clashes yep. that were to take place. People were I getting were, like stabbed and they stuff. They were testing the waters uh-huh. with that one with Sac- with Sacramento. Starting to put the what is it called kindling? Yeah. For the the race war. So, I mean that and what had we always talked about with the White Man March was avoiding that stuff. We don't need to have no, that kind of You don't need to announce that oh, we're going to do a big thing. You just go hang up a thing and leave and Or do your demonstration it. Without, Digitally, well, well, think about the, um, the the tiki torch rally that happened before Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. They didn't announce that they were going to be doing and it, it, and so it, it was, went well. Yeah, so it was successful. But yeah. I think that's they needed something right. to go well for people to come the next day. Yeah, so to go into the big trap. Oh, mm-hmm. wasn't this a nice uh, you know PR moment we had here with our white shirts and our khakis and our tiki torches? And yeah, woo solidarity. And then the next day. We're going to put you all in a huge trap, and you're going to be labeled domestic terrorists. Yeah, Reyes couldn't make Whoopsies. it, even though they were planning oh, to. Oh, yeah, it was so weird. They just got hacked randomly, and his driver's license was, you know, just a picture of it was on his computer. Along with a social security card, which didn't uh, it, have a valid there's number. There's no valid number. That's either for a government operative or uh, it doesn't exist. You know how you can look up, like, um, I was born in Connecticut, so the first three digits of mine are going to be a Connecticut code. Mm-hmm. His, no. Yeah. And, like, when you when you get citizenship, you, I'm almost positive you get, like, a social security number that would represent it whatever would, state be, you're getting. It would getting be a valid citizen- one yeah. that you'd be able to. Right. There, there's so many anomalies yeah. about Charlottesville, about Red Ice, and all the rest. And we've covered it all, yeah, especially mean, the Dugan connection. The course. Dugan connection to all of that was yeah. so crucial. So we exposed too. that too, and I mean, just look at what Dugan's agenda was to fracture mm-hmm. the United States, balkanize you know, things. You know, I still get um, cultured thug Hasbro on my comments, like this oh, Anglo yeah. Anglo Canadian. They just leave like comment after comment. It's not even on topic of the video about how I'm wrong about cultured thug, and he is not pro Dugan because he said this, 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 and this. Dude, if he's talking about Dugan in any other way except to expose him for being a Bolshevik, then I don't even want to hear it. I don't care. It's no, There's nothing good that be, can be gleaned from Dugan's works. Okay, You either expose the Bolshevik agent or you don't. And 
he's not. So there's really nothing to be discussed isn't, isn't further it here. All in bed with the the different tankies and and Nazis. Oh yeah, too. well, and and he's with the third position thing with Angelo, and it's just such a joke. Yep. He's a he's a fascist, third okay? Position. Because he's not white. Yeah. So of course he would want to be a fascist. That's why they a lot of them, you know, embrace Choose fascism. fascism. Yep. Yeah. Because fascism, it, it doesn't matter about race; it's the state. You have, you know, allegiance to the state, but with national socialism, you have an allegiance to your kin. And they justify it through the works of Julius Evola as well, Wait, who's a degenerate and a, and a woman hater. He wrote that stupid thing on on politics and submissive women, or something. Something about submissive women. It's just so gay that you you feel the need to hyper focus on women being submissive. Like what? What? That's just really gay. I need my woman to be submissive. Like, what does that even mean? Is that some kind of, like, sexual thing? Or just submissive, like, she can't disagree with you? I don't even get it. Women shouldn't have opinions. And they shouldn't disagree with men, ever. It's just... Oh, my God. This is the number one reason why I freaking hate this whole entire realm of whatever the hell you even want to call it. I guess just the internet. (laughs) But just this kind of discussion, because it's, God, it's so gay. Yeah. There's a lot of really angry homos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But uh, we got Physique Friday to look forward to. <laughs> oh, so yeah. That's going to save the white race. That's going to uh, save the white race. Bunch of Steroids and, uh, and waxed chests are going to the, save the West. And these Okay. It's good to be physically fit. Absolutely. But are, are they... Also, fight fit. Learning how to properly handle themselves because unless you're training in some kind of martial art, mm-hmm. uh, you are not going to be able to handle yourself properly. It and doesn't matter how big you are. It, if the mm-hmm. other person has any little bit of training, they have such an they're advantage. They're going to kick your ass. Such prob- an advantage. Absolutely. And if you see someone with a cauliflower ear, do not start shit with them. Just walk away. Yeah. No matter how badass you think you are, just walk away. We've seen it so many times. Oh, it was like the, Like those football players yeah. getting their asses kicked in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. By smaller guys. By some guys. Short, short little MMA fighters. Just, man, they just beat them up. But it's important, too, to be a well-rounded uh martial artist you know not just to focus on like one thing yeah and just think about how hyper focused these guys are just on how they look which is very narcissistic but what can your body do right and look at how ben askren looks he doesn't look great but he was a world champion (laughs) well his weight fluctuates like when he's not in fight shape he's a little chunky even when he was even was defending his titles yeah he's he's a thick boy his, his physique wasn't He's not. He's not too ripped. Amazing. You'll see a lot of ripped fighters in the UFC and everything, of course. But you yeah. also see some who don't look, you know, like right. like they're extremely jacked. But up. my God, he could squeeze your head off till it yeah. pops. Mm-hmm. Because wrestler strength is different than I pick something up, I put it down. <laughs> you know, like yeah. good job. That's a very, I mean, very straightforward motion. But can, can you dynamically? have strength like can you squeeze somebody can you squeeze something can you hold somebody down that's a lot harder than you think to hold a squirming person down on the ground is not easy and how long before you gas out because that's what i see with a lot of of these guys with the big muscles they gas out so quickly yeah they're strong for a little bit then there's nothing left in once the lactic acid builds up you know you might be able to bench press somebody off of you three times four times but if that person then gets on top of you again, 
and you can't have that explosive power, you're screwed. You got to find another way out. And there are, of course, other ways out. But that's why, like, people, if they don't have training and they just have strength, might work in the beginning, but not for long. Because mm-hmm. most of the time, technique can beat strength. Not all the time. But if you're going against someone that has zero training, strength oh. doesn't usually matter as much. Yeah, as long as you're relatively in the equal, same, equally yeah. matched, you know, 20 pounds here mm-hmm. or there, you know, a couple inches in height or whatever, the person with just a little bit more training is always going to win, pretty mm-hmm. much. Unless there's, they make a big mistake. Yeah, yeah. But, but if you had important. a little training, you know how not to make those mistakes. Yeah. How to keep your guard up, not get knocked out, close the distance, take them. And, out. you know, most, like, we've been focusing more on striking now because we've got a pretty good jujitsu foundation. And it's just so interesting to learn the mechanics of striking and how everybody just thinks, like, I could, I could punch. I could punch somebody. I learned I was punching so damn wrong. Like, I was, like, you know, cocking my elbow out and punching like an idiot. And I was, like, hurting my wrist because I wasn't doing it right, you know? So it's important to like just actually learn these things everybody thinks that oh i i could kick somebody's ass if anybody tried to mess with me but if you don't like put yourself in these scenarios all the time you won't know what to do even though you might convince yourself of it you won't you will freeze we should be taught this stuff all as children yeah we should and uh it's a shame we're not we're we're encouraged not to even wrestle as children anymore, mm-hmm. you know? It's, it's roughhousing. They, they try to take all of that uh, out of us. And, mm-hmm. Well, now you can't even touch each other, right? Because right. of COVID. Mm-hmm. Except for Florida. We have <laughs> jiu-jitsu tournaments and wrestling things every week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> MMA fights. Yeah. All sorts of Florida's things. Florida's popping. Um, I know you've got some new things uh, out on Heathen Herbs. So yes. why don't you tell us about those before we... I think I only have show. one new thing. It's um, it's the Tropical Bloom Soap. So it's the spring scent of soap. Since we can't do the Celtic Spring anymore, that lilac oil is not in business anymore, the company I used to get it from. Um, so, yeah, I forget all the oils that are in it. There are so many, but it's amazing. It smells like tropical beaches and flowers. There's pineapple oil, um, tuberose oil, picake oil, I think is how you say it, or picake. Cake. I don't really know how you're supposed to say these Hawaiian flowers. Um, what else? What else? Um, pineapple. I don't know. There's just a bunch of awesome things in there. It smells really good. So those are on sale, I believe, for $7. Um, and they're really pretty. They have glitter and mica and stuff. And I think that's it for new stuff. Um, yeah, but check out Heathen Herbs. Still have the black salve, the tummy rub, things that... Yeah, the uh, tummy rub salve. Somewhat recently added. Mm-hmm. And all sorts of other things. There's so many products now. Yeah, I'm still going to make that pomade. I just got to just gotta do it. I just got to find the time. Um, but yeah, that that's, that's it for new stuff. We've got all of the regular stuff as well. And we've got all of our soaps in stock. If there's ever, like, a scent or a product that you're looking for, you can always shoot me an email. I'm glad to do custom orders. Like, if you want your mag butter to have some CBD in it, or you want your mag butter to maybe even have some DMSO in it, I might offer that eventually. Um, DMSO is just another, um, I forget what it stands for, but it's another 
thing for pain relief. Um, so I'm down to do that too. I'm down to do custom orders for things. All you gotta do is just give me a call or shoot me an email. Oh my god, real quick before we go, can we talk about the trolls that we've been getting calling for the face feminization oh, surgery? Yeah, sure. Oh my god, this is actually hilarious. So we've been getting trolled relentlessly. I don't even understand why because we basically said like we're not gonna do as much stuff on Renegade. <laughs> and now it's like they've ramped up the trolling. Mm. I get constant things on my phone of people trying to log into my um, Yahoo account, like from New York, from LA, from this device, from that device, and I'm always like, No, no, it's not me. I keep getting crazy random spam calls like from all over the place. It's just nonstop. And then we've been getting these <laughs> this one's actually funny. So touche to the to the troll out there that did this one this one was actually funny they called several um jewish plastic surgeons and gave them <laughs> gave them kyle's information so they were like um they left a voicemail on the healing herbs thing it was like hi kylie this is blah 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 from dr bernstein's office um i just want to let you know that we are doing the mommy makeover <laughs> right now and then there was another one that left a voicemail about face feminization surgery so i just thought that was hilarious yep <laughs> I really thought that was funny. Um, but yeah. You're not going to think it's so funny when I go and get it done. Look, look beautiful. Look Are you going to get the mommy makeover? What yeah. is that? Like a tummy tuck or I something? I have no idea. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. It might be some kind of like, yeah, I don't even know. I'm going to be the real woman in the house soon enough. <laughs> well, everybody says I'm the, I'm the man in the relationship. So <laughs> we're finally going to transition, yep. guys. We're finally going to do it. Send us money, okay? So we can get Kyle his face feminization. Mm-hmm. I'm starting in. Surgery with Dr. Bernstein. Super soy. Going to be the super soy boy. Super soy boy. Yeah, so that, I just thought that was really funny. So, I mean, I guess don't call me if you're going to troll me, but, you know, you will anyways, so that's cool. The best is when people call and um, just, like, breathe heavily on the other line or make, like, really gross sounds. Yeah. That's always awesome. It's great. It's great. You know what? Like, as much as I feel um, as if we've been completely pushed to the side and, uh, like, don't have much of a reach anymore, I have to remember that we must in some capacity because the people that relentlessly, like, just obsess about us and, like, comment, like, all the time when I'm not even putting stuff out on BitChute with the same copy and pasted paragraphs and, like, Brian Rue still making videos about us. So it's like a five-part series with people that... I've never even heard of before, like, talking as if they're experts or, like, ex-friends of ours. It's yeah. it's insane. People that we betrayed. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even know guy. who the hell that guy is. They're like, yeah, so I was Sinead's friend. <laughs> like, I don't I don't even know who you are, dude. But um, I guess that's a good sign um, that we're still considered somewhat of a threat, even when we're barely doing anything. We're just, like, getting on the air once a week to just talk, talk about the things we've been talking about for, like, ten years now. So, um... I don't know. I guess we're still considered uh, a problem to them as long as we are alive <laughs> and exist and speak the truth. So I guess we're still having an impact in some way. We're, we're dra draining resources from them. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. doing our part. You know, keep spending those shekels on the trolling. All right. Or maybe they do it for free. Who knows? Mm -hmm. They might just hate us that much. But yeah, that's it, guys. Check out EthanHerbs.com. Yeah, send some Bitcoin. Send us some Bitcoins or send, some Dogecoins. Send a full Bitcoin to my wallet. Yeah, or send me some set. of those Kanye West coins. Doesn't he have, like, Kanye coin? NFTs or something? Yeah, NFTs. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right, thanks cool. for listening, guys. Bye. Talk to you later.
something bright like a diamond. 